mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Welcome back, everybody, to Panther Paris. We're back after a little bit of an absence with some more podcast. I'm joined by Alex Lopez, my gracious co-host, and we're also joined by George Richards, who we're going to talk about with we're going to talk with about his his new website, Florida Hockey Now. George, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us today. The big day you announced the website, and uh, I'm sure that you're collecting all kinds of congratulations and encouragement and promotion from your colleagues in the hockey media. Uh, so thanks again for taking some time to join us. Yeah, it's been a busy first day. I mean, I've been kind of overwhelmed with uh, – the outpouring of support. Uh, I know I said that, you know, when I came back from Columbus a couple of years ago, that, that was crazy. But um, I, I think today just, you know, I think people just want to want to start talking hockey again and they want to start talking about the Panthers and everybody else and with the things that are going on. And it just sounds like people are excited right now. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I know when I, I know when you left for Columbus, I was devastated because you've been by far the best source for Panthers hockey we've ever had. And then when the news dropped a couple a couple of weeks ago or maybe a couple of months ago now, I was devastated. I thought you were going to leave. I told you, like, go find a market that deserves you because you are one of the best hockey writers, regardless of team, regardless of sport. And if you were, you know, based out of Montreal, you would be a household name in every hockey house in the country. So we're lucky to have you down here. We are thrilled you're here. So I really uh-huh. hope everyone listening supports you at Florida Hockey Now. I know the subscription is what, three ninety nine a month or thirty dollars for the year. It's not even yeah. a cup of coffee a month. It's half of a cup of coffee at Starbucks a month. And you are our only source for full time professional hockey Panthers coverage. So we need to support you and the local community needs to support you. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I am a household name in Montreal. I don't know if you know that. Uh, most people in Montreal, I'm wearing an Expos hat as we speak. So uh, big up in Quebec, you know, not as big as Quebec City, but but Montreal. Yeah, you know, but thanks, man. That's that's kind words. And yeah, you know what? I went to Starbucks at the mall up here in Columbus a couple of days ago. It was expensive. I use. Yeah. Yeah. Not so- cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. So like I said, half a cup of coffee <laughs> supports George Richards, gets you exclusive content from Florida Hockey Now. So why don't you tell us a little about that content people are going to be seeing? Well, um, you know, it's going to be, you know, I think, you know, for folks who followed me at The Athletic, um, you know, one thing that, that, that our goal was at The Athletic was to give uh, a, a different point of view and more in-depth stories, stories that, you know, took a little bit longer to tell and to to gather the information and a lot of long form stories. And I really enjoyed doing that. I I loved, you know, working for the athletic and and, and doing it like that. But I think with this, 
this is going to be going back to my newspaper days a little bit more, uh, more beat writer stuff. Um, I'm still going to have, you know, in-depth stories and, 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 you know, longer features, but it's, there's going to be a lot of breaking news. There's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, stuff that, that, that we would put in the newspaper back in the day. Uh, you know, you, as you know, Alex, I covered the team for, for, for the Miami Herald, uh, for a long, long time. And, you know, you, you had to fill every day. And when I was at the Columbus dispatch, you, you, you needed to fill stuff every day. And, um, some days that's easier than others. And obviously this past couple, these past couple months have been difficult to do that. Um, but there's stuff out there, there's stuff you can do. And, um, you know, I'm going to, you know, looking into to starting up a podcast, um, in the coming weeks, uh, so we can be direct competitors in that realm. And, uh, thank you for all the tips you've given me. <laughs> I'm going to steal them and take them for my own. Um, you know, so get that going. Uh, it's probably, you know, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's just going to be, you know, if you look today, I put out a daily links thing and it, it, it was a lot like the real old days at, at the Herald with the on frozen pond blog, where I just got the riff a little bit. And, you know, here's something from Chip Alexander from Raleigh, a buddy of mine. And check that out. And here's something from Columbus, you know, that kind of thing. Just having a good time with it. I mean, we've got hockey coming back. We've got training camp supposedly opening up on Monday uh, games in a couple more weeks after that. So, um, I figured now is a good time to get things started. We're going to have some, some, some action. We're going to have some stuff to write about and, uh, I know people want it. So, um, I'm going to try and give it to them. Yeah, I know uh, we're definitely excited for it. And I know you're saying you're going to steal our ideas, but look, I was a, all of them, a 16 year old newbie at the Herald, not knowing a damn thing what I was doing. And, you were nice to me. We, uh, we hung out together. We played golf together. You taught me a lot. So the least I can do is help you in any way with your podcast venture. I know I'm sure I don't, I don't want to speak for TJ. I didn't help sure. you at golf. I know that. I didn't teach you a thing when it came to golf. <laughs> we were both hackers out there. How to find golf balls in a lake, maybe. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, but you did tell me how to sneak onto golf courses with uh, Under Armour shorts on. Hey, Michael, uh, Michael Jordan can wear them. Why not? Yeah, but like I said, I mean, I don't want to speak for TJ, but I'm sure he's more than willing to help you with any of the more technical aspects you need. You need. Appreciate I mean, it. I mean, I don't see any way to call us competitors. Yeah, we're going to be in the same space, but you are the source for Panthers news. We're just kind of, you know, riffing on and trying to have some fun with it. So mm-hmm. as long as yeah, you make some time for us. the voice of the fans, and you're, you know, covering the team from a news, you know, perspective. You want to tell it like it is. We want to tell it how we see it. Yeah, and I, I think that, that that voice is needed, though, in South Florida. You know, I, I think every team needs at least somebody that, that's on the outside and, um, you know, tells you when things are good and tells you when things are not so good. And, um, you know, even, you know, fans know when things aren't going well, and, and you can't sugarcoat things sometimes. And, you know, sometimes I write a story that's a straight news story, and, oh, you're being negative. It's like, no, I'm just kind of telling – you know, you can't really sugarcoat a 7-2 loss. But um, I, I think, uh, you know, being able to do it, and I've been doing it a long time, I, I love the Panther community, and it, it's it's fun. And, and, and it's a very tight-knit community, the hockey fans in South Florida. So, you know, again, keyword here, fun. Let's all have fun. Yeah, I know I'm looking forward to it. TJ is looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um 
in terms of the podcast, uh, when do you think we're gonna we're gonna get that? And please tell me it's gonna be called the Unfrozen Podcast. Man, that's a great name. That should be the name. In fact, I, uh, you're giving that to me, right? I don't have to steal that. Look, um, as, as an attorney, I will wave <laughs> my trademark on it. I came up with the idea. Look, just like I said, find some time to come join us. We'll laugh, we'll joke, and uh, you know, I'll come you, on anytime with you guys. You know that. I know. Do is just say uh, eight o'clock. Sure. Um, yeah, t- yeah, sign a napkin or something. Take a photo of it and text it to me, and uh, that'll be official. But no, I mean, I, I, when will it start? I don't know. I mean, we're still working through some things, um, and I know I've been promising it forever. Um, I wanted one at the athletic. Um, they never got back to me about it. Uh, you know, maybe because they knew something I didn't. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> not going there, but. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, getting it going. I, I want to do it right. Uh, I want to be able to, to be able to post it a lot. So um, when I get it going, it'll get, it'll, you know, it'll be, you know, feet on the ground, ready to go and then boom. Um, but again, it's something I've never done. So apologies to anyone who's listening to this three weeks from now. And geez, that was bad. George, man, come on. Bad edits, dead air, that kind of stuff. Just, you know, forgive me. I'll get better with it. Find a college student who's willing to help you for free. That is my advice, especially with the editing stuff. Find a college student who just wants, you know, to be associated with covering the Panthers. They'll do it for free. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, find, we'll, 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 we'll give her a shot. I mean, sounds like uh, that could be a good way for you to add more people to the website, you know, a lot of aspiring writers out there are uh, trying to get their foot in the door. And if they were able to, you know, take a, a mentorship from someone like you, I'm sure they would be just so grateful. Well, listen, I've had a couple people reach out today and I think it's great that, 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 that people want to contribute and everything. I just don't have the means to, 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 to help anyone right now, but, but as this grows, I think you are going to see some contributors to the site and, and, and some maybe some different voices on there. Right now, it's just me. Today's day one of uh, FloridaHockeyNow.com um, slash George Richards um, at George Richards, Twitter.com. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, right now it's just me. But, uh, you know, hopefully I can get some contributors and get some other voices on there that, uh, you know, will change things up a little bit. I didn't mean to put words into your mouth there. Just no. uh, thinking out loud. <laughs> no, I think you're right. No, you're absolutely right. And you didn't, you know, you didn't know that people were text, you know, text messaging me and emailing me today, um, but they were. And I thought it was cool. I was like, yeah, you know what? That's a pretty good idea. So um, I would like to have kind of a network kind of thing where, where I've got different people doing different things. Um, you know, I can't do this seven, seven days a week for a year. I mean, I'm going to need some help. So, you know, we're, we're, I'm working on that. Don't tell TJ, but I'm going to send an application. I wasn't your first subscriber, <laughs> but I'll send an application when you start taking it. You were uh, right up there. You were right up there, Alex. You were uh, definitely in the top uh, top 10. Yeah, speaking of subscribers, I hear you've already been bought off by Florida's Panthers co-owner, Doug Sifu. Yeah, one of the great men of this generation, uh, Doug Sifu, and 
<laughs> that was a pretty good tweet he sent out. He's a he's a funny guy. I mean, I, I think Doug Sifu, uh, um, you know, has done a lot for you know, kind of raising the the Panthers' social media game over the years. Um, we remember him back in '16, you know, getting you know getting the team a lot of attention, um, both negative and positive, but mostly positive, I think. And you know, he came up with the Panther Palooza thing. So he, he's a he's a fun guy and. Um, you know, usually you don't, you don't really see an owner of a team. Uh, you do see it. You, you see them buy the subscriptions. You just don't see them do it uh, publicly. So, um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he uh, alerted some people that it was a thing. So thanks, Dougie. For those of you who didn't see the tweet, uh, Doug Sifu tweeted out that he had subscribed for a year in exchange for nothing but positive organization um, moderated coverage and, as far as I know, as an attorney, that is a legally binding contract. So you will have to be nothing but perfectly positive about the Panthers forever. Jeez, jeez. Um, well, Got to read the we'll, fine we'll, print sometimes. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what tweets are legally binding or not. Twitter we'll, is we'll serious business, it. George. I know it. I mean, you're on it every day. You see how serious it is. Oh, yes. Nothing. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I just try not to get canceled on Twitter. That's my goal on Twitter. That's a good, good goal to have. I think it's pretty tough to do, isn't it? I mean, some these of the days? stuff I read, some of the stuff you see on there, you're like, geez, these people are walking amongst us? My goodness. <laughs> it's scary. It's scary. We could, we could do a whole podcast on crazy things we see on Twitter, even just hockey-related stuff, not even political or whatever. Yeah. Just hockey you really stuff. really could. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah people saying Eichel is better than Barkov. I mean, just like outlandish things. Outlandish. That's an inside joke, for George. Anyway. Yeah, um, I, I figured it was. So I think we've covered what your vision is for Florida hockey now. Uh, let's talk about what you're going to be doing in the short term. Obviously, yep. the uh, play-in series for the Panthers is coming up, and it, it couldn't be a more bizarre environment that it's coming up in. Uh, the hub cities being announced as uh, Toronto and Edmonton uh, Panthers heading to Toronto, I would imagine. And Mm -hmm. uh, they are, you know, in a bad area to be right now, unless they're actually quarantining elsewhere. Um, Do you have a sense of, you know, if there's a, I don't really know how to say this, but like is, is the bubble, how tight is the bubble? Have you heard anything along those lines? Uh, not that we want to blow up anybody's spot, but you know, is is uh, is everything sailing smoothly as far as quarantining? You know, staying away from the virus that you've heard. As far as the Panthers go, um, every everything I've heard is that they've they've been fine. I mean, there haven't been any positive tests. They haven't had to close down the the practice facility like other teams have. Um, we heard about Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, 10 days ago, two weeks ago, whatever it was, Tampa Bay had to close down for a little bit. St. Louis, um, a couple of their guys went out drinking and, 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 and got, you know, something or whatever, tested positive. So uh, nothing we've heard of from the Panthers. Um, I know it's going to be tight quarters um, when it comes to uh, training camp um, as far as who gets into the ice den and who doesn't. Um, I don't think there's going to be many people in that building at all um, from what I've heard. And as far as the bubble goes, 
you know, teams are only allowed to bring 51 people to Toronto. Um, that includes coaching staff, training staff, equipment guys, all that, um, social media director. Um, and those guys are going to stay in their element. You know, they're going to go from hotel to a bus to a practice rink or the arena and play their game, get on that same bus and go right back. And they're going to eat their meals at the hotel. And there might be a golf outing, you know, during a break or something, but it's going to be completely supervised. So even if you go to cover the games in Toronto, you're going to have zero access to anything. All they're going to do is let you in the building, take the elevator to the press box. And that's as far as you're going. So, um, it's going to be it's going to definitely be a weird thing because players not only with not having any fans players like interacting with people you know they like seeing different people you see that when visiting reporters come in and they see a, a player that they used to cover hey man good to see you man what's going on how's st louis oh it's great you know that kind of thing these players are going to be amongst themselves and that's about it. Maybe a couple NHL officials, but it's going to be them and it's going to be them and it's going to be them for a long time. You know, the longer you go in this tournament, um, the longer you guys, they're going to be uh, in isolation, basically. There's going to be a lot of Fortnite played in quarantine in, in the bubble. I yeah. think. Yeah. A lot of, a <laughs> lot of books being read. I hope. <laughs> yeah. I highly recommend the game. I, can't I hope these guys all have international uh, international da data plans on their cell phones, I'll tell you that. Or really good Wi-Fi. Or really good Wi-Fi. And I bet there will be really good Wi-Fi because even though uh, uh, Air Canada Center and uh, whatever it's called now in Toronto, some, some of the worst internet in the league is in Toronto, but there won't be anybody in the building, so it should be. Yeah, the issue is when you get so many people on the same network. I know the Panthers' Wi-Fi normally is pretty good, but on those nights where uh, can't, uh, Toronto is in town, all of a sudden that yeah. press box Wi-Fi gets a little spotty. Yep, sure does. But now, yeah, uh, all teams will be bringing somebody for uh, content, though, so that could become a problem. I guess it would be just the two of them, so hopefully the internet will be able to sustain if there's just two people in the press box. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. And I think I saw earlier today that we're looking at a game schedule of essentially hockey starting at noon Eastern time and going till about midnight with the Toronto hub. I think having a schedule of like 12, 3.30, 7, and then 12, 3.30, and then the uh, Western uh, Edmonton hub starting at 3 Eastern time. So we all know the Panthers are going to be playing the Islanders at noon every day. Every time, yep, on True TV or wherever they can find. Yeah. <laughs> Panthers versus Islanders, not really the sexiest MS, matchup. MSNBC, noon, catch the fever. Hey, that's better than the last time. Weren't we on, like, NHL Network every game, so you had to have the special cable subscription to see it nationally? Yeah, if, yeah, that's right. If you, that's right because uh, AT and T had just dropped it, right? Everybody was up in arms. Yeah, and that way, and right, and and everybody else was on the second tier. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Now, uh, you you've already posted your first article. You uh, talked with Dale Talon recently, and there's a lot of good information. I, I saw you said Owen Tippett's ready to go. He's going to be part of the squad. Uh, Chase Prisky. Four goaltenders, Brady Keeper, 
One person I did not see mentioned was uh, Grigory Denisenko. Now, he's not mm-hmm. eligible to play this year, but he can sign and burn a year off his ELC. Did you talk to Dale Talon about Grigori and if he's going to be included just to at least get some skating time in? We didn't. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if just to get the deal done, they burned the year. Um, and I only say that because they did sign him, right, a couple months ago, um, knowing that, that that could be a factor. So, um, or at least attempted to sign him. Um, so, I, I don't know. We're going to find a, a lot of stuff out in the coming days, and that's obviously going to be one of them. Um, yeah, you know, Denisenko was not going to play in this, but yeah, they could he could burn a burn a year, and um, we'll have to wait and see. I I, I honestly do not know. Um, we didn't really talk about Denisenko. We had a lot of stuff to, to to go over. So my apologies, but in the coming days we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, oh, it'd be nice to get him some time skating with the NHL squad. He's going to want to try and make the team next year. Another guy I didn't uh, – well, I know you talked about it briefly, but I had a follow-up question to your article was Henrik Borgstrom. I know Talon mm-hmm. said it was a matter of whether he's healthy or not. Is he in town or is he still in Finland? I think he's still in Finland. Um, that's That's, you know – Dale was a little vague on that point, and but but the way it sounded was uh, Borgie was still still in Finland, which didn't sound right to me. With everything getting going here soon, especially when word came out that you know guys can opt out, you know, and with him being an RFA, if he were to opt out and decide to go to you know go to Finland, you know, if he's still in Finland now, I I, I just don't you know. I, I could see that happening. So um, him just staying there. But again, I didn't get that from Dale. Dale says it's an injury thing. They want him. Yeah, in that Florida. definitely makes he sense. Said that uh, other than Borgstrom, that, that they want Borgstrom uh, do you have the impression thing? that it's so, going to be a full um, strength roster for the we'll Panthers? Have we see. haven't really again, seen a that's whole lot be something of that's, NHL players say that they're going to opt out of playing in this. But we have seen plenty of NBA players do that. So I am curious if you get the impression that that could happen or your understanding is they're pretty much going to be bringing the full 23 plus, you know, the extras that we talked about. Go ahead. Yeah. It sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be what, like a 30, 31 man roster when you count the goalies. So, um, yeah, it sounds like everybody's coming. I mean, you know, the, the one question, uh, Joe Smith with the athletic, uh, last month, um, talked to Anton Strollman and, and, and Strollman had, has a, a previous condition and, you know, he kind of, uh, you know, was, seemed a little wary to, to, to come back. He had just flown back from Sweden though. And that's, you know, when I was talking to Joe, cause I'd worked on a previous story um, with, with Strolls. Um, I was like, yeah, you know what though? He just got this to, to, to Sweden and now he's like got to turn around. Um, it didn't sound like he was real, real happy to do that. But according to Dale, he is in town. He is, he has come back from Sweden. He's been working out with the Panthers and, and that's what Dale said. He goes, listen, if all these guys are here right now, that tells me they, they're not opting out. They, they want to be here. They want to be part of this or they wouldn't be trying to, you know, work, on the ice with each other and try and get better. So 
again, we're going to have to wait and see until maybe as late as Monday. I, I know that the players who, who are going to opt out um, have until Monday to, to let the team know in writing that they're not coming. But um, I would think they'll tell their, their team that before, but we'll know by Monday, I would think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The location of the player tells the story. Uh, Anton Strahlman is in South Florida after being in, in Sweden. Henrik Borgström is in Finland. I, I think you, the writing I is on the I think he's in Finland. Right, right. We think. So just we to clarify, think. I, think he is in, I think he is in Finland, yes. Yeah. But you, you can read between the lines and see what each player is intending to do based on their current location. Sure. With training camp starting on Monday, yeah, I mean – yeah. Um, so we've, we've talked about the, um, anything new in terms of anything you've heard regarding the Islanders and how they're, how they're preparing, you know, if they're having any injury issues or guys who may uh, opt out. They, I, the Islanders seem like a team that uh, was fading fast, right? At the end of the season, seven consecutive losses. I think it was 11 to 13, something I wrote it yesterday. Anyway, um, they were a team that was fading fast and I don't think was going to make the playoffs. So they had 12 or 13 games left like the Panthers did, but they did not look good at all. Um, so they're a team right now with new life, right? I mean, you know, here you are, guys. You're the seventh seed in the East. Uh, go get them because it looked like in, in April their season – or March their season was, was on a death roll. And uh, here they are, but – they're a team that's gotten healthier. I mean, they've gotten some of their key guys back. Um, you know, these four months have been very beneficial to a lot of teams. The Panthers went in, went into the, the NHL hiatus in March without many injuries. Bob was on his way back from that, I'm assuming, a groin injury. Brian Boyle was on his way back. Um, you had Stillman who went out of a game, he, you know, but he would have been okay soon enough. I think some of the biggest injuries for the Panthers at the time was like Dryden Hunt. So the Panthers were about as close to 100% as you could get. Um, but at other teams, the Islanders included, were kind of banged up, and now they're healthy. So good for them. I mean, but they play a very structured system, and it's going to might take them a little bit of time to get back to that five-game series. We'll have to see. Yeah, it, it, it would seem that – that the, the the break in favors the Panthers a bit because they play a more natural, wide open style where you're not really trying to play a specific style of hockey. It's just hey, I Barkov and Hubie they know each other and Dad Dad and I they all know each other. They kind of can see in the back of their heads where the other is going to be. You don't really need to practice like there's no set system they're running. It's just hey, this is what we're coming up with on the ice and good luck stopping it. And that's a lot easier to get into as a player of skate with each other a couple of times, get that feel back and you can yep. go when you're playing a structured system, especially defensively where you got to know where all four guys are behind you. It's a lot harder to get into and a three week training camp is not really enough time. So I do see that as a potential positive for the Panthers, assuming that chemistry from that top line can get to where it was last year and not towards the end of the, this re abbreviated regular season. Yeah. This is a tough, tough playoff to, to, to forecast, isn't it, though? I mean, with this much time off, it's like a brand-new season. I, I, I think you throw everything out the window from last year and, and let's see who's got what. It, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Oh, absolutely. Anyone that's um, 
trying to make predictions based on what happened in the regular season is kind of fooling themselves. You're, you got you got you got to really look at on paper. I mean, yeah, teams like Chicago and Montreal didn't really have the best year, but on paper, those are not bad rosters, and we're gonna see some upsets. And I think the the most entertaining aspect of all of this as a fan is that every team in the re, in the play-in series is kind of in a win-win situation. When you make it to the round of 16, lose, you got a 12.5% chance at the number one overall pick in a year where the number one overall pick is an absolute stud. So it's going to be a ton of fun coming up. Yeah. And, and you know, so, so let's think if you're a team where you go through all this, five months of nothing, training camp, and then a quick exit. Um, three days later, your, your, your team gets picked to have the number one draft pick. Everything looks fun, looks great again, right? Um, You're allowed to say it, George. Team, this, is a, this is an adult podcast. You can say it. You're, you're feeling pretty good about things, and um, you don't even care about what, what just happened, I guess, uh, unless you're the Pittsburgh Penguins or something, you know, who have you know, a team that, you know, or, or Carolina. But even still, if, you're, if you get that number one pick, um, it, it can kind of uh, put some salve on the wounds, if you will. But um, I don't think any teams are thinking that way because, again, it's, it's, it's a, just another lottery ball. Um, you want to win. You want to get into the first round of the playoffs and you want to make it to the second. So um, I, I think a lot of teams, it's going to be a disappointment. If, if you go through all of this and then you get swept or you lose in four, um, or even you lose in five. I mean, it's still a short series. And, and then it was like, ugh, you did all the, now we're off until December. So, um, but yeah, there is one light at the end of the tunnel for those teams is that they're going to get a, one team's going to get a nice prize um, at the end of it. And that's not too bad because I mean, to get 12 and a half percent chance, I mean, how bad of a season would you have had to gone through to get that? So, um, you know, Pretty nice deal. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's just weird to think about as a fan that, like, we do want Lafreniere, Lafreniere, but we also want the Panthers to win. So you could think of it as a win-win, but you could also be, like, kind of tormented by the possibility of either, you know, they could make a playoff run or they could get this great player. It's just, like, a funny circumstance. All sorts of absurd things are happening, you know, with, you know, not only the hockey world, I mean, the whole sports world, yeah. the whole world is shaken up so much by this coronavirus. I'm not the first person to say this to our listeners. I won't be the last. It's, you know, it's pretty wild. But, um, you know, it, it does make it a little bit more entertaining, though, I would say. So, yeah. George, I think that we've pretty much talked about almost everything that we wanted to cover with you. Real quick before Ooh. you go, I did want to talk about that there was another piece of news that came out in the Panthers world today with Chris Pronger Mm. departing the front office. I just wanted to get your take on what role that the Panthers will need to fill with him exiting. And, you know, if you want to say anything about like, was this coming? Did the Panthers, you know, kind of reduce his responsibility and it was just a natural decision by him to leave. Was there a power struggle? What was your impression of what was going on there? Well, I would love to give you an answer, but I haven't been around this team since March. So, um, you know, usually I would see something like this coming because you're around the team and you see all this. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. 
um, or in, you know, closed Zoom meetings, if you will. Um, but what it sounds like is Pronger and his wife are starting a business and he wants to to be a travel business, uh, a boutique travel thing where, you know, high end guys, you know, renting them private jets and putting them on islands and, you know, in the Indian Ocean kind of thing, um, you know, high end stuff. Um and I guess he just wanted to, to, to concentrate on that. And, uh, you know, as far as his role, he was an advisor. He was a trusted advisor by Dale Talon and, and, and Vinny Viola as well. Um, there was a whole consortium of, of people that discussed, you know, trades and future players and things of that sort. And uh, Chris Pronger was right in that. As I wrote, he wasn't around the team a whole lot he stayed in st louis with his family um but would meet the teams on occasion meet the team on occasion he would be here for training camp that kind of thing um but they talked all the time and he watched a lot of film and he scouted games in st louis um will someone replace him i don't know that i mean because you've got roberto luongo kind of already working his way into that inner circle i know dale thinks the world of, of lou and, and his hockey you know, acumen and, and his eye for, for talent and all that. Um, so could things have gone on in, in, in the back of, yeah, there could have, but I don't know that there was, and I, I can't speculate to that because again, last time I saw everybody, they were have you know, enjoying themselves. And I saw them in, in Las Vegas around the, the trade time. Um, and Chris Pronger was right there with everybody, you know, in every meeting. So, um, it took me by surprise, but that's just because I haven't been around things and heard things like, like I used to. Well, there's the word from Florida hockey. Now, um, that's, that's kind of, it's a lot of stuff there. Now question wasn't Pronger being groomed to be a GM, either as a successor to town or somewhere else was, am I missing, or am, I, am I wrong here? Or wasn't he being groomed to be a GM in the NHL? It looked that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, uh, when the Panthers hired him in 2017, he was working in the NHL's, uh, you know, player safety, which, you know, is a joke. It, well, okay. But, but it, it seems to be like a springboard for, for people to, to, to get into the front office of teams. And I know Dale thinks the world of him, uh, very smart guy, very smart hockey guy, uh, talking about Chris Pronger here. So yeah, it did look like he was a guy that was being groomed for something either here or somewhere else. And, and I'm not saying that's off the table. It, it is right this second. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, I think Chris Pronger is pretty well regarded um, within the Florida Panthers and outside in other NHL teams. So if he wants to, if he wants to, uh, you know, get back into a front office, I don't think it'll be that hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think the – I mean, he is a legend in the hockey community. So, if he wants to come back to the NHL, I'm sure someone's going to give him an opportunity, whether it's the Panthers or St. Louis or someone else. Like, he's not going to have a problem re-entering. No. Um, I know one last bit of news is we do have a new NHL CBA, which does stay pretty much – pretty much keeps the status quo. I know the players are getting – some concessions when it comes to escrow minimum salary is going up. We have some stability with the salary cap, which will stay at 81.5 over the next three years, which I think is very fair all around considering how much money has been lost. Um, And then uh, 
the one big thing I see is there's no compliance buyout, which I know I'm sure a bunch of teams would have loved to have in their back pocket heading into uh, an expansion draft. But the one thing I wanted to ask you, we talked about it before we recorded earlier today, that you said because of this flat salary cap, the Panthers may have an opportunity to keep both Hoffman and Dadunov. Now, I know you're not sourcing it or anything, but no. give, me your, give, me your, give me your opinion on why that could be possible when the last time we talked, it's a, it was a foregone conclusion. Well, I, 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 still think it, I, I still think it's going to be one or the other, right? I mean, it's going to be one of those. I don't think they are going to sign both of them together, although I, I think the price tag um, on, on both players is, is naturally going to come down because we don't know what the free agency market is going to be. Um, I, I think I would say the same for Eric Halla. I mean, he's a guy, this will be his first UFA. Um, and it's going to be Mike Hoffman's first UFA. And, and this is their first chance to, to see what's out there and, and to kind of cash in with that big, like we all assume, some, you know, a, a big payday. Um, and I don't know if that big payday is going to be there for a lot of guys, including those two, nothing against them. But I just think that you know, teams were expecting the salary cap to go up. It's staying flat. There's going to be some teams that are going to be in some, some financial, uh, going to have some financial problems with that uh, cap problems. Um, so we'll have to see. But I, I do think that 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 if they do decide to to, to bring back one of those guys, um, and and I think you know, six months ago they were thinking about bringing back one of those guys at least. Um, you know, maybe they'll get a little bit of a bargain there just because of the way things are working. But that's complete speculation. I don't know. I mean, I, like, like we said last time we talked, both guys could walk, both guys, I don't, you know, maybe they get one. I, I, I really don't know. And, you know, who knows what happens with this team? This team could go to the Eastern Conference Finals and everything changes. This team, you know, they could get swept in the qualifier. I We don't know. There's a lot still to be answered. The season's not over. And, you know, we'll see what happens when it happens. Yeah, I, I think we could see a lot of guys all around the NHL signing really short one, two-year deals to sure. wait for some stability and then take another shot at free agency while they still can. But yeah. uh, I, I, think, agree with that. I think we've used up your generosity enough for one night. I want to thank you it's for joining us. George Richards, Florida Hockey Now, $3.99 a month, $30 for the year sign up show support for local media i tweeted it out earlier we have to support our local media or we won't have any we we cannot the panthers cannot have someone cannot be in a position where there's no professional unbiased source covering the team i'm not trying to take shots at anyone else but you're right now the only person who's there every day who's not affiliated with the organization we need you in this town so the fans have to support you and i really hope they do George Richards, Florida well, Hockey Thanks for saying that, my man. Appreciate you, boys. Thank you so much. Uh, right, be good. We'll talk later. All right. Um, well, thank you for not listening to another episode yeah. of Panther Paris. I'm Alex Lopez. For TJ Peterson, thank you so much. So long. Farewell. George, real quick before you hang up. Um, yeah. We're trying to get someone uh, – a fill- that knows their Islander stuff to do a preview podcast. Do you know anyone that we could contact that would be willing to join us? Uh, Arthur Staples is the main guy there. Do you think he'd be willing to uh, to join us? And could you put in a good yeah, word for I us think, when I tweet yeah, I out to him? That, yeah, I think he would.
Okay. I'll, uh, we'll hit the, him up. What's the best way? Just send yeah. him a tweet? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, he's uh, a good dude. All right. I'll, I'll do that. And I'll, if he responds, be like, hey, George Richards said we could. Yeah. Tell him I, tell him I, said, and tell him I said, hey. Will do. Thank you again, George. And uh, your, Thanks, custom, George. your customary Starbucks gift card is on its way. Thank you. We oh, really appreciate come on. It. Come on. You guys just pimped my site out. You don't have to send me that you Starbucks still- card. I'm good. Keep them, man. Use them. It's, they ain't cheap. <laughs> wow. We, we appreciate you making the time for us. And trust me, you help us way more than we help you. Well, I appreciate you, boys. Thanks for having me on. We'll talk another time. Have a good one, George. All right. See you guys. Bye. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.